Hey everybody, welcome to episode 24 of the Fuel the Geek podcast. I'm here with the regulars. Say what's up, Mike. What's going on, everybody? Eric. What's up, man? Got Tristan over there. What's going on? We got Daniel. Fired up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, it's been a it's been a probably like a month since we've done the last one, right? Yeah, it was two two three weeks. So we're trying to do these more on the regular, uh, just with COVID and everything has been kind of crazy and everybody, you know, getting their life together. But uh, we wanted to do this one, talk about some stuff that's come out, uh, some movies, some comics. Um, I think the first one was, we want to talk about, Mike, it was um, Army of the Dead? Yeah, Army of the Dead. Well, before we start, <laughs> uh, all the topics we're going to discuss... We'll have spoilers. Spoilers. So we'll be talking about Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. And Invin- Invincible. we'll talk about Invincible. Um, some comics people are reading. Something's Killing the Children, which is a great comic. Yeah, so we're going to be doing some spoilers. So if you haven't watched these movies, shows, or read some books lately, go ahead and uh, push pause. pause. Go do what you got to do, and then come back to us. Cool, cool. Um, so let's talk about... Army of the Dead, because we just watched it. It just came out this past weekend, and um, I guess I'll, I'll go first. Um, it was enjoyable. It, it's there's it's entertaining. The graphics are pretty cool. The acting is decent. Um, there are some plot holes. Some? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> there's... <laughs> It's more plot holes than some Swiss cheese. I fell into the plot holes like it was a man covered. Man <laughs> covered uh, so, uh, so, I'm going to start off by saying... Mike's been waiting for this. Yeah, <laughs> Just I, go. I like the movie. I like the, the violence. I like the z- certain zombie aspects of it. Overall, and kids, if you're listening, put on earmuffs. I thought it was a piece of shit. <laughs> I think Zack Snyder is a horrible director. I think he believes that because the internet community made him feel like a god with his director's cut of Justice League, now he believes that. He believes it. And if you go back and watch Dawn of the Dead, which was my favorite zombie movie, I mean... It was a great zombie. I watched it this morning. Great zombie movie. Why he didn't just do that again, set in a different place, is fine. Instead, he had to make these super zombie awful zombies that are having sex with each other and having zombie children. And it, it was a bit, yeah, it was a bit. Uh, he wanted to be edgy. Yeah. He wanted to be edgy and say, "Look what I did, Mom. I made zombies have sex with each other." Great, Zach. That's wonderful. I'm glad you were able to do that and make a shit movie. So that's all I have to say about it. Well, I do have other things to say, but I'll. I'll relax. <laughs> but that's not. Doesn't happen to like the best directors though. Like after a while, they just start giving them blank checks and just. They believe their own hype. They believe their projects. I think that's they just true. Start, like they're fall into that category of like just doing the same thing over and over. That's true. And I new things. Cuz you look at like the second Wonder Woman, that was a blank check movie. Oh yeah. They just were like, uh, okay, we love the one, we love the first one so much, just just do it. Yeah, cuz whatever your vision is. Wonder Woman 84 was hot garbage. But I mean like you see like and I always bring this up, The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, I know I love Nolan and what he's done for Batman, but The Dark Knight Rises was 
It was not good. It wasn't that great. Is that your piece of shit? But I, but it's my I piece to, of shit. I have to say, though, too, I feel like if Heath Ledger was still alive, like that movie would have been totally different. It would have been. I think, I just think that even The Dark Knight, which is my favorite comic book movie, um, has its flaws. It should have ended when Batman captured Joker hanging off of that. It was that two thing. different movies. They tried yeah. to throw in it, the long Halloween the, along with it. The, the last... 30 minutes of it with Two-Face could have been the third movie. Yeah. And that would have been that would have been great. But, I mean, you, Tenet. Tenet is another one with Nolan. Yep. That movie was a, a little pretentious. Um, and, I mean, like, even if you didn't understand it, you know, it's it wasn't really entertaining. I understood it, and it still wasn't entertaining. But um, For fans of Zack Snyder out there, he did... He did have some slow-mo... But hold on to your hats, kids, because he had a new thing he's doing now where he rotates the camera around everybody in a 360 motion. I think he did it at least twice. There, there's a, that's a new thing. Like I've been, yeah, not, I mean, it's not new, new, new but well, I've that's seen new directors to doing Snyder. it. I just have two words about Army of the Dead. Zombie tiger. Oh, that's yeah. It. Okay. That was probably that's the it. best part. I mean, you they show they show the tiger in the trailer, so that's not a, a spoiler. But, yeah, he looked fucking badass. That was pretty badass. And they had a zombie horse. They had a zombie horse? Yeah, the main alpha guy was riding a zombie horse. Oh, I knew it was a horse. I didn't know it was. I didn't pay that much attention. But you, don't notice, like, you didn't notice he was riding a zombie horse? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know his horse was a zombie. You know, I mean. Got to figure, though. I mean, he's on the side of the tiger. So there was a zombie, a, a zombie uh, uh, horse. What other zombie animals were in this <laughs> Zombie tiger. Wait, no. Uh, the... Preemie baby, zombie preemie baby. So wait, there were preemie babies. Right, if, you, was... if you haven't watched the movie, like we said, this is a spoiler. The main alpha, the the, the one head that started the head zombie that started it all, he was in love with a female zombie that they had a baby together. Okay. And she ended up getting her head cut off, and so he takes Don't the body the back. Movie. <laughs> wait, wait. No, we said spoiler. He wait. takes the body back and takes the the infant zombie out of her stomach. So I she's mean, dead though. Yeah, she, she doesn't have a head. She, I haven't seen this movie just to let you know. I mean, she's a, I really she's a zombie, so she's I mean, still, yeah, she's yeah. dead. But I mean, her eyes and she's she's the, 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 does he carry her head yeah, around she, like for they, like they, other purposes? I mean, at one point <laughs> she's. <purposes. laughs> no, Shut so up. One, of the, one of the guys in the group takes the head. Yeah, and ends up with her head. Yeah, like the alpha and there's gets her head back. there's like a big plot hole with that at the end. If you say to watch the end, end there's like plot hole. I mean. I don't even I don't, want to watch the first 10 minutes. I, I feel like he doesn't, like, he starts a movie and then forgets halfway through what was in the first half because the plot holes are, I mean, they're oh, just world huge. Building. And be ready, <laughs> ready because Army of the Dead 2. Oh, yeah, it's soon. been, like, it's been greenlit, right? Like no, not some, yet, not uh, yet, but. Probably it probably it's will. Probably going to. Well, so this is not like a Army of the Dead Snyder cut. No, it's a no. it's a standalone movie, and if you enjoyed it, God bless you. Now let's move on. Bless your heart. Talk about Invincible. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't so talk about this movie. In, Invincible, <laughs> Invincible is the next big thing. Um, the first season just ended. If you, uh, I hate having. I don't like comparing the comics to the show that much because people, you know, some people get offended or whatever. But the comic is amazing, and I really thought the show was great. Um, what do y'all think? Yeah, I love the show. I think absolutely it was like one of the best uh, comic book related shows like out this year. Honestly, yeah. in my opinion, um, that's just me though. So I like I liked it a lot. I think it had a slow build. The first episode, 
It felt very much like a choose-your-own-adventure like video game. Like the way that his dad would talk to him as he's becoming a superhero. It had very much uh, elements of like starting out as a hero. You know, he t- his dad took him to his tailor, and his tailor asked him, "Oh, what made you decide to be this guy?" And it was very much like a video game, and it was cool to watch. But the ending of that first episode, that's what grabs you by the cojones and doesn't let go. Yeah, it was, um, uh... What happens in the last episode? <laughs> it's one of those things, like, episode. if you're if you're super, super impatient, just get through the first episode. Because it, uh, the first episode basically just kind of sets, sets it up to let you know who they are. But by the end of it, it's like... I mean, it, it gets... Shit. Yeah, it's like, holy shit. If anybody's ever, you know read the comic you you know i think it happens in issue eight in the comic stuff yeah i think so that's about right um they but, do jump around like from the comics it's definitely different yeah and robert because... kirkman did a great job with spacing it out because uh, if they do these these arcs like in the books they can do like 10 seasons or 12 seasons or something like that and i would totally be down for 10 or 12 seasons of this show it was great back in the days yeah but what what else uh movies or comics has anyone seen Modoc? Okay. I watched the first two episodes and it is adorable. <sighs> if you want like a, just a good kind of like it's kind of like Harley Quinn but with less. No, don't say that. Let me finish my statement. I watched Modoc. Let me finish my statement. It's like like a C. C-list version of like what Harley Quinn like. It's I would like, slap that lies out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I said C put, version. I'm talking like put the chair like, down, Mike. Put the chair down. A 15 percent like of the writing capacity, but it's got Patton Oswalt, which I always. I like. love. I love yeah, Patton. Anything love he does, Patton. I like. And John Hamm. Plus, you know, John Hamm is in it. Yeah, yeah, he is in it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. It's kind of got like a claymation style kind of like. It's like robot chicken. It's robot chicken, yeah. Because yeah. uh, well, it was uh, Seth Green that's producing it. So, so what's the point of the show? Because like I said, I haven't seen it. It's so about Modoc and I him know, trying I know. to. So it's about him trying to. I've only seen. So I've only seen the first two episodes, but the the idea is is that he's like kind of like just getting kicked around by the Avengers, oh, okay. and then like AIM that he's funded like has gone bankrupt. <laughs> So, to get them out of bankruptcy, he has to sell a controlling share to, like, a generic version of Google. <laughs> and most That's of why like, you like it, because you're IT. Well, yeah. no, because it's funny, because it's like... He, Dan was like, oh, yeah, I love this. He's annoyed, because, like, he can't do anything. Like, yeah, change, he like, signs over rights to everything. And, there, to and the there's, plenty, there's plenty of jokes in there about how, like, his lair turns into, like, a arcade, and they're all about synergy and laid-back work, work environment, and he hates it, and then... He's got a side plot where his wife leaves him. He's got a wife and a family, and they all look like him. Except well, for his wife. His wife's normal. No, the, wife, the, the, wife, and the, the wife and the son The wife and the son look like him, but the daughter... The daughter, the daughter looks, looks like him. There looks you go, sorry. And she's played by Melissa well, she's like Romero. Little, she's and, like a little floating like version of him. She's a played Funko by Pop. Melissa Romero yeah. from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Okay. But well, anyways, it's a nice casual show to watch. Like... I like it. It's kind of one of those things where if I don't really want to think about what I'm doing, like what I'm watching, I just want to laugh. Watch it while you're mowing the grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so while I watched it. Gym. I watched it, yeah. And I thought at first it was a cute little show. It had some jokes. But at one point it got super cringy. And yeah, I'll give I, you just, that. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't. Like they was were it trying. the show or was it Modoc? No, it was, well, it was a whole show. Because I love Pat Oswald. Show. 
And he's great as Modoc. Some of the jokes fell flat. Yeah. yeah. Lo- like there, there was like some Abe material there, and then like I kind of was like, oh. Is it a raunchy show? No. Not. It's really. like Robot Chicken. Yeah, it's like Robot about. Chicken. So, uh, if anyone's ever seen that show, Chad, oh, and how cringy <laughs> oh, that God. show is, I, I almost felt like that cringy watching cringe someone. Ah, really? Because like, that's the that's the. It's not as bad as Chad. Because I know some real life Chads. It was just really cringy, <laughs> but I mean, the cringe it, comedy is like in now. Yeah, that's that's true. It like is like Eric Andre show and stuff like that. I don't. That's true. I don't hey, think man, it's. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did anybody see that movie? By the way, Bad Trip on Netflix. That was hilarious. No, yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Have to check it out. But it is hilarious. Oh, it's funny. Tell us about it, Mike, real quick. Uh, it's Eric Andre, so it's funny. No, so give us your honest opinion. I want to hear. It. Oh, he said it's funny. So it's hilarious. Oh, he said it's hilarious. I mean, go check it out. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so, okay, so the other thing. I wanted to bring up because it's like super big right now and everybody and their mom is reading it but I know that mm-hmm. Mike and Eric have been really big into something that's killing the children mm-hmm. and if y'all know me y'all know I like anything that kills children <laughs> Damn. 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 <laughs> I'm kidding are a little bit have we found out what is killing the children uh, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. 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 find out, like, the first... It, are they at least shadowing it? Like, no, no. Or they they're pretty upfront with it. The children are dying. I'm gonna right read away. it. I just, I, like, I don't really They pretty care. much came out with it right away. Pretty much. I mean, it's the like first... It, was it obvious, or was it, like... <gasps> yeah, they pretty much let you know. Yeah, they let you know right from the start what's going on. Yeah, right from the start what's going on. Well, that's the point. What's the point of this? Well, it is, it's a. Uh, what's her name? Erica Slaughter, right? Erica Slaughter. She's hunting them down, right? She's hunting, yeah. And it's about her killing all these monsters that only kids can see. That is correct. Because yeah. I, I actually have not read it, but I've ordered the. I've pre ordered the Omnibus, um, which looks amazing. Uh, Mike? He's, he's, what, you read it like I mean, what, over a weekend? Thing, yeah. The yeah, whole thing? I mean, it's not that. It's only, what, it's about like to be 16 six, inches, six inches in? Right? So yeah. it's not that much. Well, once uh, once you read the first issue, it just grabs you. The story is amazing. The art's great. The I art's it, great. Yeah. The art is great. I like I like the art. Um, I mean, it it just I couldn't put it down. Like I had to I had to force myself to only read two or three issues a night, and then I forced myself to skip a night just so I wouldn't read <laughs> it all at once. Yeah. But just the story, like you said, is just amazing. Tinian is knocking it out of the park with pretty much everything he's doing right now, but this is just another level. I mean, there's a certain level of horror, a certain level of gore. I mean, I mean the, yeah, he really is killing it. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the dialogue. He I mean, he's doing Department of Truth. Department oh, that's of right, Truth. Right. Yeah, something's killing the children, Batman, of course, and then Wind. And then also, too, Erica Slaughter is an awesome hero. You know, you, it get, lets you piece by piece kind of figure out what's going on, why she's there, you know, what her story is as far as, you know, being from the House of Slaughter, you know, um, how she's not the perfect one that they want her to be, the perfect monster hunter they want her to be, that she's does it her way. And, exactly. You know, and it, it's just, I mean... I can't. I can't say enough good things about it. I. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Yeah, it's a great book and everything. I felt like you know there were certain people that didn't want to. I think they didn't want to believe that into the hype, uh-huh. and they weren't saying, "Oh, this, it can't be that good," so they didn't want to read it. But once they did, they realized that hey, this actually it's is just as probably good. one of the best books that's going on right now. That's mm-hmm. outside of you know. Well, I mean, indies right now. If uh-huh. you're reading comic books and enjoy good stories. 
you're reading indie books because right yeah. now DC and Marvel, other than Nightwing, which is only like three issues into yeah. uh, Tom Taylor's run, and probably like Zdarsky's Daredevil, those are the only two good books that are coming from the big two right now. Mm. But everything else from indies is like amazing. Don't get me started. We're done in Capes and Venom. No. <laughs> We're not going to get a story. Yeah, uh, I'll that, be on that all night. Yeah, that um, man can't finish the story. Sorry, Acer. Yeah, even, even <laughs> Harley Quinn right now is... Harley Quinn is decent. Like it's I said, decent, it's, but the art is garbage. Yeah, the art is pretty hard. That, that, that really doesn't matter. Right. It's too bubblegum. Well, half like, the time, you can't tell what's going on. You I can't tell Suicide who's Squad's who. that way, too. And then also, yeah. Harley yeah, it looks very childish. Everything DC right now. There's no detail to it. It's just... And I always wonder if like the the now. writers and artists realize that, an art, the art can really break a book. Oh yeah, I mean you know? there's there's instances where certain writers didn't like the artists they were given, so they like they didn't really care about the book that much and everything yeah. like that. I, I forgot who who was who All said it recently. Yeah, the the one with Frank Miller. Um, the, no, Frank Miller has the, the recent one. Wait, is that Frank, wait, was that Frank Miller? The recent one. The Two recent years? one? No, that was uh, that was Superman. Snyder. Uh, Snyder and John Romita Jr. Right? I think so. For Superman, All-Star Batman, Batman, where he like jumped from. Was, it was it was the one with the, the black where he was right? taking Two Face right and across the on the train. Uh, no, that's no, the one you're talking I about. I did. I couldn't finish. Let's just say this Frank Miller hasn't been good in like about thirty. Yeah, years. no, Frank Miller hasn't been good for a while. Well, he's been skiing too much. <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing, but he's been doing something. He ain't helping his art. That's for sure. Allegedly, goes skiing. I think the artist I'm talking about was John Romita Jr. That could be. They, the, the, there's that one cover where Batman's holding a bat crowbar. Yeah, that's yeah. All-Star Batman. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I said. That's, yeah, that's it's Frank Miller. Miller but yeah. you said, no, I, I wasn't sure if it was Frank Miller as, as the writer. No. But the art is it not. Was, the art is not Frank Miller. It was Snyder. It was Snyder. It was the book. He's the writer, and Miller was doing the art. Oh, I thought it was John Romita Jr. doing the art. I don't think so. It was. It was? It was. It was Jr. Well, I think it we was know, Romita. We know somebody's going to look it up right now. Go ahead and get some clarification. Come on, Tristan's on it. IT Tristan. IT Tristan. But yeah, like, just art can really ruin a book. No matter how good your story is, if the art, yeah. you know. And I, I don't need a Jim Lee masterpiece on every panel of every page. But I also just don't need what looks like rushed yeah. art that a child did. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was Scott Scott Snyder uh, writing, and then John Romita Jr. drawing. Okay. But I, I knew it. Because I, I mean, because John Romita Jr. is awesome, like he's no, an he's, awesome guy, oh, okay. but I just don't like his art. I thought you were gonna say with, with I mean, all, those, some all those lines he puts in people's faces and hands. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Horrible. But but the, like if you've ever met him, he is an awesome guy. So I I just art is obviously subjective. So as my I taste, mean, I don't. I mean, like, yeah, that's some people don't. That's ugly. Yeah, some yeah. people just don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of Nightwing, which is one of the best, that's an amazing. That's a great. That's a beautiful. And movie. I love the art. Oh yes. yeah. Who's doing the variant covers? Because those are awesome too. I think it depends. Like, there's a lot of variants out there. I know, bro. I know uh, the who uh, Bruno Redondo is on the. I was on the art. He's on, on the, the main. Books. Yeah, he's yeah. the main artist on that, which is it looks good. You know, yeah. it's very rare that you get a great story and a beautiful book. Yeah, and Tom Taylor is the one writing it, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. And he's great. Like he's great. He, he, anything he's, he's everything he touches right now is kind of like turning to gold and everything. Yeah, I, I always great. tell people check out his deceased books. It is the injustice. Even like, injustice if you want to go further run, back, like his run on that. I mean, some of the like injustice, like Year Zero, is kind of dumb. Yeah, but pick up like the trade, like of the original though. Yeah. That story was just. So, uh, just to rewind a second, if you were going to pick up something as 
killing the children, just be warned, the issues are crazy expensive. I yeah, would recommend I would just, just you get the yeah, comicsology like, or something like that. Just get the download. trade right now because you hear Yeah, just get trades or something like that because if you're trying to get first person or anything like that, I mean, good luck on trying to find like maybe like number one through nine the whole, at a decent price. Yeah, the, the whole, whole series in general, but the whole series I saw is selling for like fifteen hundred right now. And Holy even. crap! So yeah. you can, I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> if you have that kind of money, all power to. If you, you have that kind of money, uh, you're call probably me. not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> yeah. But what is it? What is something else y'all are reading? I mean, I'm going through Invincible right now. Like I'm on like issue one hundred five, so. So you're almost done. You got like yeah, I'm almost done. I got like 30 something issues and it's really good. I like the book. Um, I wasn't really collecting comics back during that time, so. Yeah, because it, it was like 2002, 2003 when it came out or something. Yeah. What, Invincible? Yeah, yeah it's been around since, around the same time as The Walking Dead. Yeah, I wasn't. People forget that The Walking Dead has been around since 2003. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's really good. So if you haven't read it, definitely read it. Um, Maybe watch the show first. I don't know, however y'all want to do it. but I'll say... Yeah, I think you could jump into it either way, but I like the book. You know, you can appreciate the book. Oh. I'd watch the show, and then if you want more, read the book. Yeah. Read the series. That's true. Like I said, if you're coming into it, you know, yeah. If you already read a little bit of Invincible, you already know what you're going to get, kind of. Yeah. They don't but change up too much. Just, yeah, I mean, just remember, the <coughs> show could change. I mean, like, Walking Dead yeah, steered well, away from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to be a hard left know. turn. They're definitely going to change a bunch of stuff. I know in the comics, you know, like, there's a lot Versus of the show in the comics. There's that, a lot of filler too, and yeah. uh, and Invincible yeah. too. There's a lot of filler issues though. Yeah, there are. I agree with that. So, um, we were talking about uh, indie books earlier, and some Eric is really good about getting good indie books, and y'all are talking about Ice Cream Man. Oh yeah, Ice Cream Man. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I, uh, it's an anthology book, so you don't have to consistently buy. Yeah, them. you can jump into that book at issue twenty one, six, seven. 19 it doesn't matter it's an anthology book so you can just pick up wherever and it's pretty amazing if you like horror as well yeah how was uh, haha oh i'm sorry i don't know i uh, i recently started ice cream man yesterday and the oh yeah second... I, mike messaged the group chat about this <laughs> and that's because i told him about ice cream man i was like dude you need to read this if you like uh, something that's killing the children read ice cream, man. ice cream yeah then the second issue uh is about drug addiction tell us mike tell us how to make uh, it <laughs> it made me want to cry, honestly. Damn, it no, so good it made a man cry. It's, <laughs> you cry. read the story and you'll I see why. No, I didn't cry. But read the story Almost and you'll cry. see why. Play Almost cry. don't cry. But read the story and you'll see why. I mean, just the way that they depict a relationship deteriorating because of drugs. Heroin, to be exact. I mean, if you don't know somebody that's fought addiction... Or you don't, you've never fought addiction yourself, you probably won't hit you the same way. I think but you can you, still appreciate it. You can like appreciate that. it, yeah. I mean, because it's, it's a tragic story. But if you know that somebody, somebody that's been down that road or you've been down that road yourself, you can look at it and you can go, my God, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's that's how addiction can destroy a relationship and destroy a person. And the way that. <clears throat> Uh, it went from the beginning when they, this couple first meets to the end when overdose and despair is just heart-wrenching. And it's a great book. Like I said, that's just one aspect of it. Yeah. It? And, and it's it's heart-wrenching in a good way. Not, yeah. not like, you know, I didn't want to cry because it was sad, like ultimately sad. and tra- It's 
just every emotion that you can feel is yeah. in this issue. And it's like I said, it's uh, it's great because you know, like I said, there's funny issues. There's some you know somewhat scary issues, I guess you could say, like that. There's some brutal issues in that you know that series. So that's a little bit something for every for everybody. But it is you know overall horror book. And, and you don't know what you're gonna get until you start reading it. That is true. He did say yeah. something like Tales from the Crypt. Right. Yeah. It kind of is. Ice I mean, the, like the, the ice cream man, Brick. Uh, you know, that's his name. He he kind of is like the Crypt Keeper and everything like that. And I mean, you kind of learned. I don't know how far you got in it, but in issue nine, you learn something about Brick himself, and it gives you a bigger picture of how the series all ties in together. Nice. So what what are y'all reading, Daniel and Tristan? You just said, Tristan, you're just reading Invincible. Tristan Anything just else? reading uh, Invincible. Invincible, Nightwing. I just finished Tinian's Batman up to 108 with Miracle Molly and everything. Um, How did you like it? Yeah, I like it. Like, I like Tinian right now. He's Like, like they said earlier, I mean, he's great. Um, Miracle Molly was a lot different than I thought she was going to be. Um, I definitely... <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, go on. And it's kind of changing, like, the way that Batman, like, operates especially with him like losing all of his money and stuff so he kind of has to go <coughs> at gotham from like a different angle than he was before it was kind of his choice is, too isn't it? yeah it's his choice he didn't want to be insanely rich and everything like that again i definitely like it better than tom king's batman run yeah it was it was so i, always, I like some aspects of tom king's run i just feel I like too. i don't know how i don't know i don't think he had a great idea of who batman for his is. end game for 100 issues that's yeah. true yeah no he did it was just yeah, it was just too far out there. I did like City of Bane. I'll say that about Tom King's run. I think that that was cool. Yeah, that was good. I actually think that uh, losing Alfred actually helped. Yeah, I think Batman so too. in a way. I, I agree to a certain extent, but I was actually rereading that that comic today. I almost said episode. I was actually rereading that today, and uh, it's really I hate that he did it. But you're right. It kind of. I mean, I I hate I hate that it happened. It puts I him mean, on a it, new path. Yeah. It does, but I mean, I, I hate the fact that it was uh, stupid Damien's fault. I love, I love Alfred. He's Robin one ever. of my favorite characters. So, and Daniel, what are you reading? Uh, currently, uh, rereading Tom King's run on uh, Mister Miracle. That's a great book. That's, that's a great book. I don't know yeah. if any of y'all ever done this, but like, I, I don't like. I have all my my sing my like singles packed away, and I didn't feel like fishing out all like all issues. So I just like I saw the TTV, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just buy it. So yeah. I've been yeah, yeah I've do done that, that before. It's, I mean, it's easier that way than especially having to like, like books like Ice Cream Man and stuff. You definitely want to get the mess trade now. Yeah. Not just that. I mean, I do that a lot. I buy like physical issues, physical copies, and then I'll just read it off my. I buy the digital ones because usually on Comicsology they have them for like ninety nine cents or something. That's true. Like that. Yeah. I mean, instead of digging through all I, of my. If I pay for a physical copy, I mean, I know I might go to the site where I can read it for free and yeah. <laughs> have to pay yeah, another dollar. But sometimes you can buy like a whole trade for like a dollar. Yeah, you gotta get lucky though. And I'll do that. Well, and also too, I mean, if you want to keep your collection, you know, as close to pristine as possible. Well, that's why I did. I got some. Yeah, that's definitely some good copies from that. Definitely go for the trades. Yeah. (coughs) I meant you can buy the trades digitally for like. Oh, digitally for ninety nine cents. Yeah, Yeah, actual physical. I thought you were talking about those paper ones because those are. Oh, you can get those for like five dollars. I mean, all the comic book stores have sales on their trades. Like once every six months. I found mine in a sale. And then if we're talking, if we're talking really super, I got found really super indie. I got into this book that's called uh, Night Hunters. I know what from, you're talking about. Oh wow, I didn't even know anyone in this room would find out. It's from a company, a small printing company called Floating Comics in Portland, Oregon. 
No one around here has it. I have to buy it online. Is it good? It's really good. So I got into it because I don't know if anyone plays games here, but I really like Cyberpunk. Yeah. And it's kind of a cyberpunk theme in that. Like it's Caracas, Venezuela, the year 2035 or 45. Oh, wow. It's like two brothers. One becomes a gangster, one becomes a cop, and then they got to like team up. The art's so-so, but the story's really good. Uh, I got I got into the writer's name's Dave Baker. That's very blood in, blood out. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, I, was, I think that's probably what I got into it. The Raid Redemption. Yeah. But it's, it's really good uh, if you're into something extremely off the wall. Yeah, See, I love, I love those original stories, like those off the wall. I, I used to pick up this book called, I think it's called The Paybacks, and I think one of the big writers did it before. But it's basically like the repo people that go after superheroes who don't pay. Like, <laughs> like yeah, if, if, if you're a superhero, you can, you can pay like for your own Batmobile or your own Batcave. But if you default on those, the on your loans, the pay, yeah, if you default they on the loans, they the come and they take it back. Yeah, I, oh, I can't. I, I'd read that. I can't remember. Maybe it was Tom not, Taylor. not the bill collector. Someone did that. <laughs> but the book was. I love the idea, and it was a great book. But but yeah, Night Hunters, and then he did another one that I read called uh, "Fuck Off Squad." <laughs> it's that's really what it's called, and it's just about three teams, and like it's like a, a week in their life, and it's it's pretty good. Oh yeah, so the paybacks is Dark done Horse. by Dark Horse, and it just doesn't give me any information about it. It's from oh, it's, it's written by Donny Cates. There you go. Yeah, from Donnie six Cates. years ago, but yeah. It's, yeah, I guess when he was good. <laughs> That's my <messed laughs> <up. laughs> Ouch. <laughs> King in Black man just messed him up. I mean, it was it was it started off really good. It was just the ending of King and Black that it was, was really disappointing. I don't like the fact that Venom's like a super strong god character now. That's stupid. Oh, speaking of Venom, did y'all see the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Venom yeah. be Carnage. Yeah, man. So I was talking to I was talking to a buddy of mine right after the trailer dropped, and he was he was kind of disappointed that Woody Harrelson was cast as Cletus Cassidy. You mean right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you watch the new trailer, they got rid of all of his curly hair. So yeah. Well, I mean, so I told him I was looking forward to it because I've seen him in Natural Born Killers. That's a great movie. And that's, that's a, wow, that's and, pulling back. Yeah. And that's basically, <coughs> basically Cletus Cassidy in that movie. Like he's is a, he though? Yeah, because he's like he that is. crazy. Yeah. But he I wish a, he was that age. That was the yeah, only issue. That was the only issue was that now he's he's kind of older. I don't want to say old because he's not old, but you said you just, you just watched Natural Born Killers like recently. No, no, no. I was telling my buddy oh, that he reminds that he reminds say, uh, you know there's his... a young Iron Man in that movie. Hmm. Yeah, there was. He was yeah. a reporter. Yeah, Robert yeah. Robert really? Robert oh, I can't remember, remember that. Really small. That. Just really, really small. They, Wait, he dies. They, yeah. They, yes, they, I remember now. Yeah, at the end. And the <laughs> creepy, um, what's his name? The comedian, the old comedian. He was the Julia Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. The creepy Rodney Yes. Definitely. I never, I never liked him anyway. I didn't think, I don't know. His his comedy is weird to me. No, it's weird to me. No, I just I don't like comedians that you know they have these weird sticks like that. Like um, <laughs> yeah, like who, who's that? A uh, Woody Allen, the director. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's like he's yeah, just yeah, a that's, creep. That's, that's a little different. That's a whole different. Yeah, but 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 I mean it's it. He's not this. You're right. He's different. But like just he being that kind of oddball. He sleeps yeah. with younger than that. 12 uh, or 13 year olds or something. 
I don't know. I, I know he married his stepdaughter or something. Yeah, there's so. a wonderful documentary on HBO yeah. about him yeah. and his whole weirdness, weirdness uh, with his children. I believe it was made by uh, Mia Farrow's son. Uh, I think he had something to do with it, but it's a really uh, good look into the life and times of Woody a Allen. Creepy, a creeper. Yeah. But and the things he did with his killers. children. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't recall the name of it, but it's on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah I, I, I saw some commercials and all that. But yeah, so sorry to go back when we were t- when I was talking to my buddy about it. Um, after I explained to him about Woody Harrelson and Natural Born Killers, he saw it. You know, Cletus Cassidy. You know, uh, I think it's gonna. I, I know, mean, Woody's a great actor. I just here's. Oh, I think the only thing I have the real complaint is. He's too old, man. Here's the thing about I wish Venom, he was though. younger. If it was younger Woody, then oh yeah, it would yeah. be crazy. Also, yeah. here's the thing about like this Venom is if you hated the first one, you're not gonna like this. Yeah, I don't like. There's... I don't like how they're making Venom a joke character. Yeah, they. He's they, the comedy. In they the kind of Disneyed him. Yeah, exactly. You know? I, I hate when they do that. And now I don't know how they're gonna enter Spider-Man into all of this. But... I don't think they are. Well. Uh, it, it would be hard, and it's kind of hard to imagine Venom without Spider-Man, so... Yeah, but, but I we'll like see. they made that route, you know, they, they're going down that route where, like, it's just a, it's a comedy-type movie. I think they it's are. It's like gonna... a buddy cop movie, I guess you'd want to call yeah. it. Yeah, I really don't yeah. care for that. I honestly think they are going to set up, though, like, Maximum Carnage or something, like, because... That would be cool. If you, I mean, all the movies that, you, that have been rumored from Sony coming out, I mean, from, like, Jackpot to, like, obviously Morbius is coming... Um, <clears throat> that Morbius, Morbius is never going to Silver Sable, Black Cat. I thought, I so I thought that got canned. I thought no, that got so canned. they separated it. So now it's like a Silver Sable and then a Black Cat. Why was Silver it used Sable to be like one movie. Why was Silver Sable? And then they decided to go yeah. two separate ways with it. Huh. So I don't know. but Even see, there's even companies outside of DC don't know what the hell they're doing with their movie universe. <laughs> It's um, not. I, it's not DC. It's Warner Brothers and AT and T. You know what I mean. I mean but yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah, right. But yeah. I, I gotta agree with Eric. I mean, when you're watching the trailer at the beginning and Venom is making breakfast, breakfast for Tom video. Hardy, like I kind of wanted Tom Hardy to punch Venom because the eggs weren't hot enough. <laughs> I just I hated the whole idea of Venom as a joke. Yeah, he's the comedy relief of the movie. Yeah, because I've always liked him as an antihero. Like he starts off as this, you know. It villain. starts off as a revenge story and then yeah. quickly transitions. Yeah. And I, I kind of felt like the whole love story in the first movie was kind of forced. I don't oh care about. Oh my gosh, that, they could have written that whole thing out. Yeah, I don't. I don't no want to see Eddie Brock in a relationship. Other than the she venom, can, the really nice she venom cameo we got. Oh yeah, second. that was yeah. That was the best part of it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing about Almost Venom, the, cover. the thing about Venom is he's an anti-hero, but he's still a killer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's I mean, still like, he's still Venom. If he's you think about it, even Marvel's doing the same thing where he's pretty much the anti-hero. Well, now he's a little almost goddamn god now. Yeah, in like the comics. That, that you know he could one shot <coughs> Noel and all these all these characters now. I don't. That's one thing I don't like when they they switch them too much and they're like back down to earth. Oh, so speaking of trailers, the Eternals trailer dropped today. Oh. And I'm a, I've always been a fan of the Eternals. Who's your um, favorite Eternal? <laughs> <laughs> Icarus is my favorite. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I like the trailer, um, and I'm excited for the movie. Just 
first reaction from that trailer. What do they do? What's the point of the movie? That's what, what is I, the I, point? I, no, you're right, you're right. I mean, like, they don't, you know, they're you don't get anything. There. It's, it's just, like, they're sitting it's just like a bunch of people talking. Of, yeah. There's, they were saying how they're Hawk guiding. Hawk could be an Avenger later now, yeah. They were yeah. saying how they're guiding, like, society yeah. forward I, and all of this. And they've been there but for Daniel's right, and Eric's right. I, years. I wonder how they're going to I, I what what what's going to be about. There has to be what some sort doing? of action or like villain. There has to be some type of conflict for the movie. Yeah, you can't well, just like. Well, they make that joke about the Avengers about Icarus becoming the leader of the Avengers, so maybe they tie it into what's been happening. I'm just gonna chalk this up to being just an, a very early trailer, and maybe we'll get. Yeah, it's a teaser down. trailer. Yeah. So I think they did say they're gonna introduce the Celestials in this movie, so hopefully that would be cool. I mean we'll that that leaves that opens the door for Galactus, exactly. Silver Server, all of the cosmic characters, and that well, would be awesome. The thing is also is that the same thing happened when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Everybody was like, "Why are they making a Guardians movie? Who's the Guardians?" Blah 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 blah. But you know, Guardians came out and it was an amazing movie. It blew everybody away. So who's to say that this but one I mean, do that also just because? They didn't show you the big bad. That's true, but Disney followed you know, that if they, formula. If they showed you the big bad, then everybody would have been pissing and moaning That's that true. they showed too much. That's true. I mean, do you think uh, if like Guardians came out with this type of trailer, people would have been that excited to see it? No, they liked it because well, they teaser- made it into a comedy. They made all of them yeah. like comedy characters. I don't remember their teaser trailer for Guardians, but you're right. We'll see. I'm excited for it. I like the Eternals. Yeah, I like I mean, Jack Kirby's creations, new gods, and all of that stuff. I, I like that whole concept. I didn't, I didn't care about it before, but after watching the trailer, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I kind of want to read Neil Gaiman's run because I've heard that's what it's gonna be like mostly based on. Yeah, I'm not oh, gonna nice. go that far. So I'm it's only like, oh, go it was a limited issue like series, like it's only seven issues, but um, yeah, I'll probably read it and check it out and see what's up. Cool. Uh, so was there anything else you want to talk about since you know we're uh, recording i mean there's only like <laughs> no not really i mean there's like a rumor but i don't really want to talk about it tell us your rumor what uh, was just break it on our podcast come on jimmy also let us know yeah uh, there's a rumor out there that uh warner discovery is gonna be oh sold. yeah we didn't talk about that it's gonna yeah. be sold soon um along with so. like dc comics so because it's obvious at&t doesn't care they just want the money AT&T and wants i, I to feel get like out of the entertainment yeah, industry want... um there's a rumor and they said the guy from discovery actually kept his options to sell his his shares of Discovery, um, which is a big hint that, you know, it's up for sale. I would I would be okay with Amazon or Discovery or Apple buying. Uh, yeah, some, buying somebody else. else. I mean, somebody. I want, the rumor, of course, is that Disney is going to buy DC. But, yeah, I don't want that. But happen. nobody really wants that. I mean, most of us don't really want that to happen. I honestly wouldn't care if Disney bought it as long as they gave creative control uh, for the movies to DC. That's because true. Um, okay, yeah. I always tell people that, or they and they have to keep everything completely separated from them, so you don't yeah. ever try to introduce them together. That'd yeah. be dumb. That would I'd be never want to see Batman link up with Captain America. And Iron yeah, Man. that would be stupid. But if you ever <clears throat> question like DC's creative stuff with their, their you know their properties, just watch Hardy Quinn. Just watch their animated movies. Their animated movies are pretty the, good. They I mean, are they are great. Well, except few exceptions, but like Harley Quinn. I mean, they had complete control over that. And that show is freaking amazing. Yep. So look, Titans, Doom Patrol. Who would have thought Doom Patrol was going to be such a good show? True. You know? Yeah. Grant right. Morrison fans. Well, I mean, well, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But, but I'm, I'm just saying, when DC has creative control, they know what they're doing and they do a good job. And all these terrible movies, you know, BVS and 
Wonder Woman 84, Weedons. you know, <laughs> Justice, Weedons, Justice League or whatever. Justice League in the hole. Yeah, uh, they didn't hey. have any. Hey, I, 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 I enjoy Snyder. I enjoy Snyder Cut. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. First, I, I enjoy it. There's squad. there's a couple stupid things in that movie. Yeah, A or Suicide Squad. The first Suicide Squad. Wait, y'all like the first Suicide Squad? I didn't. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm throwing, throwing that in there. With throwing that in there with Batman. Uh, oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I've actually seen the new Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. So it's freaking the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. It's awesome. Y'all are gonna love it. Is I it, mean, it's still like five months away or something. It's better. God, it's It's way better. That's great. It's way better. Tease. So like, it, it is. It. <laughs> so when James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, he held back because obviously Disney made them make it PG thirteen or whatever it was. They yeah. couldn't do R rated. It had to be a kid friendly. Yeah, but he didn't have to do that with the Suicide Squad. So he fucking goes all out, and it's it's awesome. I'm just gonna say it's very. There, there are some cheesy parts and some stupid parts, obviously, because it's a comic movie. But it's super entertaining. It's super fun and funny. And I'm actually looking forward to Peacemaker show. Nice. I'll be the judge of that. No, I think <laughs> you like it. Eric. I think you like it. I think you like it. Um, Who's the best character? Uh, don't tell me. Don't ask uh, me that. Because uh, uh, so I I was really looking forward to Shark King because after the Harley Quinn King show, King Shark? King, King Shark. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, Shark he, King. He's good in it. Oh, fuck, they're all good in it for real. Like Harley, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Is, is King Shark? Stupid throughout the whole movie, the way the trailer. Uh, goes. Uh, uh, or is he somewhat smart? Do you really want to tell you? No, that's just what I'm Let's talk about it later. <laughs> after, after the show, but I, I, I will say that Margot Robbie is amazing as Harley Quinn. She's we'll see. Yeah, I, mean, I, didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy Suicide Squad the first one. I didn't enjoy Birds of Prey. So I didn't enjoy Birds of Prey. I mean, Harley's not that been so good. High level of character. No, she, play. she, she. So Margot Robbie is not just a pretty face. She is a great actress, and she shows it in this movie. I mean, okay. I've seen that in like Wolf of Wall Street. Like she was really yeah, good. That's different. But she she oh. is she is Harley Quinn. I know she's coming out with a new movie where I think she's playing like Queen Elizabeth or something. She's supposed to be good for in that too. So I don't know about that. Yeah. But it's good when it comes out. Everybody should see it. Definitely. Sounds good. Any last remarks before we say goodbye to to uh, our our fan? Our fan, our one fan, <laughs> our, our listener. Before we say goodbye to episode twenty-four. Yeah. What? Wrap it up. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. That's okay. <laughs> Mike wants to get the wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Let's All go. right, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye. But before we go, real quick, um, we just had a successful giveaway. We've been trying to do them about once a month or every two months. So check out the page for more giveaways. We're always doing great giveaways. And we want to thank everybody for listening and everybody for being a member of the group. And that's it. Be kind. All right, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Be kind, rewind. Thanks for listening to it. <laughs> <Bye. laughs>